Welcome to Lou Marks a Spot, brought to you by yours truly, Lou Marks, bringing sanity and common sense back to America. Today we're going to talk about the Democrats' plan to destroy America as we know it. It's high time Americans throw out politicians who promote mob anarchists, the destruction of law and order, disgrace American heritage, delegitimize our institutions, abuse government power, exploit past injustices, hate America and the American people, and sow division in an all-encompassing 21st century cultural revolution. Where the stakes are high, so too are the demands to save America from the tyranny of the irrational and radical thought police on the cusp of a takeover of the Democratic Party, pledging a radical nationwide transformation. Hillary Clinton once said, we cannot be civil with a political party that wants to destroy American values. How true. Now she has a point. Four years after Donald Trump's triumphant victory, Democrats have done everything in their power to undermine the Trump presidency, degrading his and his government's credibility and eroding trust in the political process. They've attacked the legitimacy of the Electoral College. They've labeled the election rigged. They've claimed Trump's victory was a product of fake news. They've charged Russia with hacking the electoral, electoral contest while calling on electors to do it themselves and would like Hillary Clinton and overturn the Democratic result. At the same time, they've helped Russian President Vladimir Putin achieve the primary goal of his U.S. election interference to undermine public faith in the U.S. Democratic process. This was all even before Trump took office. On Inauguration Day, Democratic members boycotted the Hallmark event, celebrating the peaceful transition of power and defamed the integrity of U.S. elections. Moments after the official oath, the Washington Post ran a headline providing a grim preview of what was to follow and a glimpse into how Trump derangement syndrome will become the first pandemic to impede progress on the president's legislative agenda an agenda which voters actually demanded. The campaign to impeach President Trump has begun, the Post wrote, and the campaign indeed stretched for years, the foundations of which were kicked off well before Trump's election, featuring deep state operatives weaponizing the U.S. intelligence agencies to overthrow the American President, Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, and yes, sleepy Joe Biden. While ultimately a failure, the journey to impeachment irreparably harmed trust in American institutions and distracted leaders from real threats overseas and in the country. As the coronavirus pandemic was brewing in China, Democrats were nearing the climax of their four-year impeachment saga. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi was withholding the articles from the upper chamber to extract concessions from Republican leaders for a Senate trial, letting the American people suffer in the meanwhile. Months later, Democrats and leftist pundits, such as Jennifer Rubin, then had the audacity to charge Trump and Republican, Republicans with having blood on their hands. It was the Democrats who held up the relief that the American people so desperately needed. Time after time, they did it. One has to wonder how many lives could have been saved had the federal government been better prepared to deal dealing with the virus because Congress and the White House had not been forced to entertain, entertain a pointless impeachment, an 
and constant setbacks by the Democrats. With election day over, Democrats are still chasing dreams of ousting the president through impeachment. And the media is running amok, breathing new life into long-expired conspiracy theories in a desperate attempt to pin Trump as a Kremlin agent. And they want to prosecute him even after he's out of office. They said they'll continue forever to prosecute him. When they weren't busy chasing tales of fantasy collusion with deep state operators, they were harnessing their power over legacy media that derailed Trump's Supreme Court nominees while wreaking havoc on institutional norms and eroding the presumption of innocence, which is one of the most important principles of Western law, especially American law. They withheld what they characterized as incriminating information, which they didn't have any, which was all lies, especially by Adam Schiff and launched unsubstantiated allegations while the press called for grand structural change and the packing of the Supreme Court to favor predetermined outcomes over objective jurisprudence, which is unconstitutional. Now Democrats are relishing in the new 21st century cultural revolution after having capitalized on liberal academia for decades breeding aggressively so-called woke children who have now permeated the leadership of the nation's institutions. Statues celebrating American patriotism are being desecrated and vilified as relics of white supremacy. Anarchists have erected autonomous zones in major cities. Democrats are heeding calls to defund the police at a time when the police is needed the most. One might criticize this for its generalizations, but they are. Truth in reality. But make no mistake, these generations have now manifest, manifested themselves into the new democratic reality. According to a survey released last month, 70% of self-identifying liberals want to rewrite the U.S. Constitution insanity to a new American Constitution that better reflects our diversity as a people. For hundreds of years, our Constitution has been fine. Now the Democrats want to rewrite it. They don't want to rewrite it for the people. They want to rewrite it for themselves. Based on historic frameworks for affirmative action and recent demands for a new modern era of enhanced segregation, a reasonable person might be able to accurately predict what that Constitution might look like. Not too difficult, knowing the Democrats and liberals. The same survey found 44% of liberals want to blow up Mount Rushmore. That'll tell you something about the sanity of these people, or insanity. According to the Democratic Party, that doesn't sound like an insane idea. It sounds perfectly rational. To be clear, this is not calling for abandoning civility, as Clinton suggested, so please don't punch your Democrat, and please don't riot. Rather, it is an indictment of Democratic conduct in the Trump era meant to reveal the extent of what is at stake while Republicans struggle to mount an emphatical response to the cultural crisis. Democrats are not all evil people. I know some friends that are Democrats. However, I take it personally when others launch hateful attacks. The Democrats constantly do that. But the deep disdain for the country coming from the Democratic Party, Hollywood and liberals, is destroying America as we know it bringing with its self-inflicted cultural revolution a new world order straight from the text of the French Revolution. And the modern Democratic Party has its way. The America seen today will become unrecognizable sooner than we think. 
Let's not forget that someone got fired for just saying all lives matter. Unified rule for Democrats would end America as we know it. A Democrat for president, a majority in the Congress, and also a majority in the Senate, in a matter of years, the United States could come be unrecognizable. It would. One party control that can push through any legislation, any law, anything they want, no matter how radical. And they are the most radical in history. A fundamentally transformed Supreme Court that legislates as political rather than deliberates. Top-down federal control over nearly every aspect of American life. The only thing standing between us and such a dystopian vision is the final result of the voter fraud-ridden November election. If Trump can pull it out, everything will be fine. The Democrats take over the country, America, as we know it, and will cease to exist. If Democrats obtain unified control of both houses of Congress and the White House, a variety of radical propositions stand to become absolute reality. And before you could scoff at what a libertarian writer considers radical, Consider that the issues Democrats are pushing now would have been considered impossible, indeed laughable, just a few years ago. Everything would be on the table, everything. With control of the House, the Senate, and the White House, the left could remake this country in ways that most Americans cannot yet even fathom. You have no idea. If Senate Democrats killed the legislative filibuster, and there is every indication that they would, and through a simple majority, the Biden-Harris administration would take on powers of what was previously reserved for a congressional supermajority, or a Hitler, or a dictator, or a communist country. And there's precious little that Republicans could do to stop it. A train without brakes is a dangerous thing. What is likely to be termed Supreme Court reform has been tried before with disastrous effects. Expanding the court with a handful of young left-wing justices with lifelong terms would absolutely remodel the third branch of the government into a new, unelected legislative body. Not a legal body, legislative. Consider that the very same happened in Venezuela within the last generation. And we know what happened there. And court packing would be just the beginning. In a cynical grab to gain seats in the House and Senate, Democrats would likely grant the District of Columbia and Puerto Rico statehood, add four more permanently Democratic Senate seats and new representatives, and the chances of Republicans ever gaining control in the next decade or even 100 years will become improbable at best. The creation of new states would also dramatically erode rural America's vote. The majority of Americans would have no voice anymore. The new Democratic uber-majority could easily pass any number of radical measures. Biden may call it something different. The Democrats may call it something progressive. But some version of the Green New Deal would pass, as would single-pay universal health care would pass. More than 10 million illegal immigrants would receive citizenship through amnesty, criminals alike and become a permanent Democratic Party voting bloc, eligible for welfare benefits, and all other financial benefits that should go to natural, legal American citizens. Following years, sometimes decades, of fiscal management, 
Blue states would receive sweeping bailouts funded by federal taxpayers. The average household would see its taxes increase by at least $1,600 annually following the repeal of GOP tax cuts. And that doesn't count new payroll and medical tax needed to fund public health care. Fracking would be hampered, probably eliminated, despite the fact that it likely kept the country from a second Obama-era recession and lead to the bad old days of $4 or more gasoline again. Gun restrictions of some kind will be swiftly installed. Biden has called for an assault weapons ban and a voluntary buyback program. While Harris actually threatened to do so through executive fiat. This is just the start and the beginning of total gun control. To paraphrase Nancy Pelosi, voters would have to put Democrats in charge to see how far they go. Chuck Schumer said, we will win the Georgia election, we will change the world. Then he amended it to, will we win the Georgia election, we will change America. Not for the better, folks. As soon as President Donald Trump said he nominated a replacement for the late Supreme Court Justice Ginsburg, the Dems again swung into action. They and their media echo chambers slammed the president's decision, even though it's prescribed in the Constitution, has been done many times on similar short timetables, both by Republican and Democratic Party presidents. The Dems sent their troops to harass Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell and Senate Judiciary Chairman Lindsey Graham at their personal homes and their families. They threatened mob violence like the Nazis did, like we've seen in Seattle, Minneapolis, and Portland. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says she'll impeach the president again. Another distraction showing the House under her rule has no intention of addressing the nation's real problem, no intentions of working together, or its regular obligations like the budget, which people could really use. Team Biden has promised their candidate is going to bring the Malice to the White House. But the 77-year-old is not going to be a break on Democratic excess. A doddering relic of an older age of politics as a veneer for radical leftism. Hidden in plain sight is the scenario the founders feared. Biden says he is not a socialist, but he would act as a, the crucial bridge, the gate left unlocked to a new cadre of leaders who view America's founding as a tragic mistake rather than a divine blessing. They hate America. Much like Ronald Reagan described in A Time for Choosing in 1964, a nation must make a critical choice again today. The then California Governor Ronald Reagan described how if America ever fell, there would be no place for us to run. We are one generation, likely predicated by a single election, away from such a transformation. The new cohort of Democratic Party leaders will see the Republican Party as its enemy, not as an opponent, not as a bipartisan partner, and who sneer at our country's history and founding, could soon have full control, and that would be a disaster. Modern voters may not like Donald Trump the person, but Trump's brash personality would be gone in four years, while the Biden-Harris legacy would be permanent and irreversible. This, people, is the real news. The news all fake news media won't tell us. 
I hope some legitimate media will explain what the others don't. People need to see what the Democratic Party leadership is really and truly doing. People need to understand what will happen if Democrats regain power in Washington, D.C. They hate President Trump. They hate our country. They hate the United States. They hate the American people. And the United States of America will exist in name only. Let's be honest. The forces in the Democratic Party these days are people who want to destroy our way of life. They want to destroy our American way of life. I'm not only talking right now to Republicans, Democrats, conservatives, liberals, or libertarians. I'm talking to all of you Americans who actually love our country, false and all. Are you going to let them do this? I don't think so.